Sometimes we're five miles wide, only a half inch deep. We know the lingo better than we know the Lord. So we're complaining about in the light what we sneak in and doing in the dark. And Jesus says, why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say. Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford, Jr., Senior Pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us. And what a convicting thought for some of us already. Sometimes our spiritual lives can feel a little bit dry. Like Pastor Ford said, we may have the lingo down, but spiritually we're only half an inch deep. We haven't put down those deep roots into God's Word. We're not being nourished by spending time with the Lord. We're not bearing fruit in our lives. And that's because we're just kind of going through the motions, maybe even dealing with hidden sin in our lives or something that we've not surrendered to Christ. We're holding back from Him. It really is important for us to do what the Lord has called us to do, and that is to really get to know Him by spending time with Him. That's part of what we're looking at in today's broadcast, entitled Wise or Otherwise, The Remix. Let's begin the teaching. Here's Pastor Ford. Now, I don't know about you, but um, my children at one point or another kind of got to the place where they would want to challenge you. you. Anybody got any teenagers? And uh, yeah, and I don't know if you're cut from the same boat of cloth that I am, but when I was raised, I mean, you just didn't do that. And so I'm kind of like old school and so I remember on different occasions, I can think of each child learning the hard way that I was the one that was in charge. Amen. And uh, often, I think that you and I forget that we're the children of God. Uh, that he is our heavenly father. And I think he's kind of old school. Uh, he lays down rules and, and regulations and, and tells us, uh, this is how I want you to be. I can think about some things my mom used to say. Uh, like, for example, don't let my mama have to tell you something twice. Don't let her have to repeat herself. I don't know if your mother's like my mother. My mother would say stuff like, did I stutter? Whenever you would say, you know, go do this. Uh, mama, did I stutter? Boy, you better shut up before I come and slap the black off of you. And I used to think as dark as I am, man, that's some slapping, Jack. Anybody have mama like that? Or how about this one? I'll knock you in the next week and then come in the next week and get you and knock you back to the day. Yeah, yeah, she taught us time travel, didn't she? And so all of those kinds of things, uh, this generation knows nothing about, nothing. But we do. It ought to be a little easier for us uh, since we know that. And God has set parameters. Now, we would think uh, that God set the parameters, and here's the way most believers think. God wants to restrict us. He doesn't want us to have fun. Hey, uh, why do you put a baby in a playpen so you can restrict them? because you don't want to have fun, to protect them. Why do you put a fence around your house when you have young children and say, don't go out and run in the street? Because you're trying to protect them. Have you ever noticed this? 
that everything God gave us, and remember James says this way, James uh, 1, uh, 17, every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, in whom is no variable, there's no shadow of turning. Every good and perfect gift, God gives us gifts to enjoy. So we are reminded he gives us freely all things to enjoy. What's all things? What's all? All means what? That's right. So what does the devil do? He has nothing new. He can only pervert what God has given us. Is that, am I right about it? Okay, what did God give us? He gave us food to enjoy. And what does the devil do? He always tempts us to go beyond what God has given us. And so what, what, what does he do? Say, be a glutton. And so God said, enjoy food. And the devil created McDonald's and Wendy's and Haagen-Dazs. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, Krispy Kremes. <laughs> yeah, he invented all of that. God gave us sex within the confine of marriage, and he said it's good. And so what does the devil say? Have premarital, have extramarital. So he always just perverts what God has done, God puts us in places to protect us and we go outside of what God has ordained. And it's like that in every area. He gave us words to build up. We use them to gossip. We use them to backbite. We use them for jealousy and envy and malice and all the rest of those things. And so everything that God gave us, the devil just wants to pervert. He says, I'll meet all your needs. The devil said, come on, get your greeds. And we talk about it all the time. We know the difference between, between a need, a want, and a desire. What's a need? I need some clothes. What's a want? I want designer clothes. Uh, what's a desire? Uh, Jacob Abu. Yeah. I need transportation. Well, you get your venture card. No, 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 no. I, I want a hoopty. Yeah, that's a want. Yeah, no, no, no. I want a Mercedes. That's a desire. And so God has given us all. So, so my point is this, that the devil always wants us to do one thing, to disobey. And he's not omniscient like God. That means he doesn't know everything. But he's been dealing with human beings so long. Have you ever noticed that the devil can't tempt you with what you don't like? Right. And he know what you like. He know whether you like them brown or dark, short or tall, afro or weave. <laughs> he know what you like. And so his great design is to get us to disobey our heavenly father. This text says that those who love Jesus, come to him, walk in obedience to God. It's very simple, that's all. Those who love Jesus walk in obedience to God. That's my sermon in a sentence. That's it. It's going to run all the way through. So let me take you through and show you that what we're going to find uh, in this is, first of all, notice in verse 46, the perplexing inconsistency about Jesus. Listen to this. The perplexing inconsistency about Jesus. What are we going to talk about? 
the perplexing inconsistency about Jesus. And why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? It's a probing question to instigate thought. Because when God asks questions, he's not looking for answers. Never. He hasn't had a momentary lapse in his omniscience. So why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say do? Listen to some of the questions. Adam, where are you? Now, literally in the Hebrew, let me tell you the little translation. Adam, why are you where you are? That's the literal translation of that. Why are you where you are? I gave you my word. Now you're trying to, and, and I, I tell you, the Bible is filled with humor. People just don't see it. That's all. I was so glad to hear Kevin Lehman get on Moody last week and say, I use humor. People who don't like to listen to humor, don't listen to my messages. I don't care. There are those who like humor and will listen to my messages. I'm going to be me. I shouted. I said, yes, finally somebody, somebody. That's right. I love humor. Amen. See, when I was growing up, my mama used to make us take castor oil on a daily basis, clean us out. And you know what she would do? She put Pepsi in it to make it palatable. That's why I didn't start drinking Pepsi again until about five years ago. I hadn't had a Pepsi in 40 years because every time I would look at one and smell it, I'd get a little queasy feeling them. I'd be thinking about that castor oil. But, but, but she, she did that to make it more palatable. And, uh, and the Bible says that uh, uh, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Amen. Amen. It's a pretty vivid picture, isn't it? You're listening to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., a message entitled Wise or Otherwise. And if you ever miss a broadcast or part of a broadcast, you can always come to our website and listen to each and every program. You can stream them through your computer, download MP3s, or even order copies on CD. Just come to treasuretruthradio.org. Back to the message. Here's Pastor Ford. And so what's he say? Why are you where you are? Adam, where are you? So God knew where he was, and you don't see the humor in that he's hiding behind a bush. I'm hiding behind a bush trying to hide from the all-seeing God. Don't even make sense. Yeah, and so he's saying, Adam, where are you? And so they're designed to instigate thought. So here it is. Why does he say, Lord, Lord? Because that's the way you say things for emphasis. See, anytime my mother would say, James Ford Jr., because she called me Sonny. When she said, Jack, I knew there's a whooping coming. There's a whooping coming. The only time she called me by my full name is when she is mad. And when she is mad, there's only one outcome. That's a behind whooping. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, what did I do? Oh, no. Start crying before I get there. She see me crying. You better save those tears. You're going to need them. Well, this is Jesus's James Ford Jr., Lord, Lord. In other words, for emphasis. Wait a minute. He's not talking to uh, the people who know I'm not committed like I should be. He's talking to the folk 
who carry the Bible, who come to Bible study, who memorize scripture, who tithe an offering. And he's saying, you're not as committed as you think you are. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't even obey me? You don't even obey me. So it's, it's, a, it's a perplexing question about the inconsistency or perplexing inconsistency uh, about Jesus Christ. He's saying this is inconsistent. And the question is designed to instigate thought. Like my wife said to me one time, who died and made you boss? That wasn't a question. That was a comment. You know what she was saying? Go ahead say, what was she saying? She was saying, you're not my Heavenly Father, you're not my biological father. What makes you think you could tell me what to do? That's what she was saying. Who died and made you boss? To which I replied, Jesus. Amen and amen. So, the question is designed to get you to thinking about your inconsistency when it comes to Jesus Christ. Hey, how consistent are you? in your daily devotional time, in your prayer life, in your sharing of your faith, in your witnessing, in your stewardship, in your fellowship. How consistent, everybody got that deer in the head like look. He's saying your talk is inconsistent with your walk. I remember the story, I might've told it to you once before, uh, it was in a mission field and he just told his child, he was under a tree. And he said, drop, roll, run. And his son was about 12, 13, dropped, rolled, and ran to his daddy. And then when he turned around and looked, there was a black mamba, one of the most venomous snakes in the world, over his head. I thought about that. His daddy just told him, drop, roll, run. I, I can imagine telling my youngest son, hey, drop. Roll, run, not in these guest jeans and that, ow! His obedience saved his life. And so here you have it. You know, it's like Jesus says, listen, listen, I got to ask you this question. And this is what I love about Jesus. Now, all my leaders, everybody else close your ears, all my leaders. Let me tell you what I learned about 20 years ago that transformed my leadership. Quit making statements and start asking questions. You want to disarm somebody who's just trying to wreck a meeting? They say, well, such and such and such and such. Why are you asking that question? Why are you asking that question? I need to know what's your motivation for asking that question. People don't have a whole lot of questions when they need to explain why they're asking it, especially if their motivation is wrong especially if their motivation is wrong. Now, just forget I said it at the next open meeting. Say, ask your questions, don't be afraid. And so what happens? Sometimes we're five miles wide, only a half inch deep. We know the lingo better than we know the Lord. So we're complaining about in the light what we sneak in and doing in the dark. And Jesus says, why call you me Lord, Lord, and not do the things that I say? I submit to you. Let me just speak for myself. I am educated beyond my obedience, biblically. And so what's he doing? Lord, Lord, what's that like? 
that, that intensifies it. It's like, remember when you wanted somebody to know you were very serious? Any old school people, what would you say to somebody? And they would say, no, you lying. No, I'm not lying. I swear on my mama. I swear on my mama. When you would swear on your mama, you were serious. Amen. Because we didn't play the dozens. We call them the dozens. Anybody old enough to know we call them the dozens? Yeah. When you play the dozens, talk about somebody. I don't play the dozens. I don't talk about my mama. That no good daddy of mine, you can talk about them all you want. Don't talk about my mama. So then, didn't God call some names twice? Man, you don't want to hear him call your name twice. You don't want to hear him say, Saul, Saul, Martha, Martha, Simon, Simon. And I went through and I saw there were one, two, three, four, five individuals that he called their name twice. And each one of them had a different purpose. Here it is. Uh, the first one, uh, Saul, Saul, was a call to conviction. Then the second one was a call to conversion. Then the third one was a call to commitment. The fourth one was a call to confession. And the last one, Simon, Simon, was a call to consecration. What is God calling your name twice about? Is he calling it twice about conversion? Is he calling it twice about conviction? Commitment, confession, consecration? Listen to this again. You call me master and obey me not. You call me light and see me not. You call me way and walk me not. You call me life and desire me not. You call me wise and follow me not. You call me rich and ask me not. You call me fair and love me not. You call me eternal and seek me not. You call me gracious and trust me not. You call me noble and serve me not. You call me mighty and honor me not. You call me just and fear me not. If I condemn you, blame me not. Let's think about some of the songs we used to sing out of the hymn book. Now, for some of you, you don't know what that is. But we used to have a little book with songs in it, and we called it, oh, here it is. This, this was called a hymn book. Yeah, and, 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 and uh, of course, not just H-Y-M-N-A-N, a hymnal, uh, but it's H-I-M-N-A-L, a hymnal. All about Jesus. And, and some of the songs, think about if they were telling the truth when we sang them. There's a song that says, oh, for a thousand tongue to sing my great redeemer's praise. Why would you need 999 more and you ain't using the one you got? So let's sing it like it really is. Oh, for a tongue to sing. We used to sing a song, when the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. You ain't even there when the roll's called on Wednesday night. You ain't even there when the roll is called on Sunday. What are you talking about? You going to be up in heaven when the roll is called. <laughs> Onward, Christian soldiers. Moonwalking Christian soldiers look like you going forward, but psh, psh, psh. I mean, if we really were to sing the songs, I surrender all. Come on. It's not even I surrender most. How about I surrender some? Give of your best to the master. Give of your leftovers to the master. Give him what you don't want to use. Huh? And folk kill me singing about spending eternity with God when you go to heaven.
can't spend two hours with him in church on Sunday. Mm, 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 mm. Hebrews 10.25, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. So much the more. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't obey me? Ah, it's perplexing, perplexing. Notice then, are you wise or are you otherwise? This is the remix for those of you who don't know. And so verse 46, we see the perplexing inconsistency about Jesus Christ, that many of us have this perplexing inconsistency. Now, who's perplexed? Jesus is acting like he's perplexed. He's saying, and why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I do? Can you imagine the Lord thinking, anybody ever have an ungrateful child? Huh? You say to yourself, man, I done brought this person into life and, 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 and lived the first part of my life of doing for this person, and this is the gratitude I get. Can you imagine how Jesus feels? He died for us, shed his blood for us. And he says, look, I died for you. I'm asking you just to live for me. And so it is that perplexing inconsistency about Jesus. But then notice the personal invitation from Jesus. Look at this personal invitation. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my saying and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. And then he gives this illustration of what we're talking about. Notice this. Look at the process. Don't miss this. Cometh, heareth, doeth. And he connects them all together with a conjunction and to show us it's a train and it's caboose. This is the first part of the process. You come to him. The second part of the process is you hear him. The third part of the process is you obey him. You know, helping us grasp what it means to follow Christ. That's Pastor James Ford Jr. And you're listening to Treasure Truth. If you missed any portion of today's broadcast, you can hear it again at our website. Just come to treasuretruthradio.org. And don't hesitate to email uh, this link to a friend who you think may use some encouragement to. Well, Moody Radio is a constant presence in your life. It's really designed to inspire your spiritual growth. In fact, Moody Radio began broadcasting not long after commercial radio was invented, first in Chicago, then across America, and now on the Internet, people are streaming Moody Radio 24 hours a day around the world, and lives are being changed by the clear proclamation of God's Word from trusted Bible teachers like James Ford, and it's due in large part to our generous monthly partners. When you become a monthly partner and give a monthly financial gift, you're providing the resources to keep Pastor Ford and Treasure Truth on the air. And to show our gratitude, when you become a monthly partner by auto gift at a level of $30 or more, you're going to receive a 50% discount on all the resources from Moody Publishers. And that goes as long as you remain a monthly partner. You're going to find great deals on DVDs, Bibles, commentaries, family-friendly entertainment, and much more, including resources related to today's topic. So take advantage of the special discount and support Moody Radio. Become a monthly partner today. Call 888-644-7660 or come to treasuretruthradio.org. 
Well, I'm Steve Hiller. Our producer is Amy Rios, and I hope you'll join us tomorrow as Pastor Ford wraps up our study on Luke 6 here on Treasured Truth, a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.